Practicing reflection is really key for all types of growth. It is super powerful for decision making as well. Raphael prefaces this episode with a tasteful segment on today's climate as he transitions into questions that really provoke his reflection. Let's take a listen as Raphael shares with us the deep questions he asked himself to decide on his major. Hello everyone, my name is Raphael Sassin and I'm so glad that you made it till this episode of Make It Until You Make It by Real Industry. I just wanted you to know that if you're still lost and don't know what to do after high school or even in what field you should major at university, that's totally fine and okay because I believe that we're growing up during hard times when the world is facing a lot of sobering issues and life-changing challenges. Nevertheless, we shouldn't blindly resign to the cruelty of the world. All we gotta do is fight for a better future and probably help in breaking the curse. This is why I believe that in order to decide what formation to pursue at university, you need to answer those crucial questions. How am I gonna make this planet a better place? In what industry do I wanna see changes and evolve as a person? Does this academic path align with my future ambitions and career goals? Will I be happy practicing that? To orient you a little more, I'll be sharing my experience as a fourth year computer and communications engineering student at St. Joseph University of Beirut, specializing in software engineering, alongside one of my classmates and best friends, Peter Harfouch. Peter, you're online? Yes, Rafael, I'm here. How are you? I'm fine today. How about you? I'm great. So guys, what's special about Peter is that he has a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science. And he, after graduating, transferred to engineering school to pursue a specialization in software engineering. We're going to talk about that. But first, I'd like to shed the light on the fact that having high grades in math and or physics isn't enough to enter engineering school. But what you really need to question yourself about is whether it's what you really want to do. Do you want to work in the construction field where you'll be building houses and skyscrapers while taking into consideration environmental and issues related to energy? Or do you want to work in the tech industry where you'll be exposed to emerging tools and technologies and adapting quickly to changes on a regular basis? Will you be able to stay wide awake facing the screen all day? So what you need to do is like evaluate all the options that are in front of you and start your research early. So Peter, I just wanted to ask you quick about, do you think having high grades is enough? Like, do you feel that engineering schools is only made to math freaks and physics freaks? Well, Raphael, I do not inherently believe that math and physics are enough to make someone an engineer, mainly because the profession requires a lot of logical thinking and hardworking that might go a little beyond mathematics. Like, you know, math are indeed necessary to help a student develop analytical and logical thinking, but they're definitely not enough to give someone all the skill sets they need to become an engineer. In the end, it's all about self-work and how much you're willing to give to into this profession. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And what I guess students should do is narrow their research. 
like watch YouTube, serve the web, or even take advice from people you know working in the industry and having pursued this academic curriculum. And you know what? I think that it's totally not wrong to connect to people like via LinkedIn, for example, and ask them sincerely about the college they went to or the formation they pursued. Like, I believe there are a lot of people out there who are ready to help students. And now I'm going to move on to the software engineering, which is our specialization. And I would like to discuss about it while emphasizing some key differences between computer science and software engineering and why an engineering path. So Peter, why you transferred from CS to SE? Was it easy for you? Well, I wouldn't say that it was easy, but definitely wasn't as hard as I was expecting. The most challenging part, I would say, getting reused to some mathematical concept that I haven't been practicing for a few years during my computer science years. Overall, however, the formations are quite similar in my opinion. For example, a computer science career, it focuses a lot on the practical aspects of programming, and it gives virtually no information about hardware and how things happen inside a computer. In other words, a computer scientist doesn't really care about how things are done. The primary focus is to make an efficient, maintainable working program. On the other hand, a software engineering career is very, I would say, similar, but we do go a little more in the hardware side of things. And we do take some managerial courses, which are essential, in my opinion, for someone that wants, let's say, open their own company or go into a consulting position. Overall, I would say, though, that the two formations are very similar. Yes, we're going to dive in deeply into those managerial courses in a while. But I'd like to say that there are a lot of shared qualities, like both formations share some overlapping course studies like statistics, mathematics, all programming paradigms like object-oriented and functional algorithms, data structures. But however, software engineering focuses on taking all the basic principles that you guess in CS and apply them to the building, designing, and implementation of software programs. And when we want to talk about career path, CS degrees get jobs, a broad range of jobs in programming and IT support, I would say also in game development, web development. But when it comes to software engineering, the career path becomes more narrowed to specialized roles, like in corporations, companies, and even mid-sized businesses developing and building application and software programs. And as you said, I believe that this is due to a lot of factors, like we're not only exposed to mathematical and computational courses, but also to a wide range of courses in different fields of technology. And that's what I like about this formation. Like aside my main courses, I'm taking electives in IoT web development. This approaches you more of developing your knowledge in the IT industry, but also in other industries. And moving on to the courses in management, innovation, entrepreneurship, and strategy, how do you think these courses specifically helped you as an engineer? Well, major courses 
and innovation courses help you mainly because they let you see things in a, let's say, very different way. You start thinking outside the box. You stop narrowing your mind into a specific set of examples or data that you learned in school. You start thinking way of the box to find innovative solutions, which is quite essential for someone who wants to pursue a career as an engineer, because you can't just stick to the book. You have to go a little bit further in your career, which is why these courses are very essential, in my opinion. Yes, exactly. And I would like to give the example of the innovation and design thinking course that we took together the past semester. Like the project we worked on with an incubator was an ideal way to learn innovation. You remember the issue? It was like to find a way to increase the number of recent graduates choosing to become entrepreneurs. And to tackle the problem, we interviewed experts, analyzed the survey, uh, linked each other's thoughts using productive tools like Miro, subdivided into many teams for every single subtask. And at the end, we created what we called entrepreneurship for everyone. It's a subpath added to any formation to make any discipline more focused into entrepreneurship. And I think it would be supported by the incubator and its ambassadors spreading campuses. How was this project to you and what did you learn about it? Peter? Peter, you here? This project was definitely unique in itself and quite different from the other courses we took in engineering school. We worked on the field with an already established company, and this mainly helped us see how things are done on an actual field of work. And it was amazing because we met a lot of experienced, hardworking people which helped us to see the struggles that companies in today's society have to deal with. Yes, I totally agree with you. And during this project, we also developed teamwork spirit as we enjoy splitting tasks and collaborating together with experts in the entrepreneurship industry. And time management was also at its peak because remember we started later than other teams due to a company swap. But our, due to our work, I get the incubator got all the data it needs to collaborate more with university students, as our ideas opened a new way to expose the students' needs and requirements to build a startup. And that's how our innovation design thinking process might help in changing uh, the world to a better place. And what I want to say also is that Computer science, okay, may typically focus on the complexity of algorithms, but while the approach an engineer takes in management, and specifically in product management, and what it includes as design process, application, evaluation, automation testing, is more than enough to make programming and software engineering even more, more easier. But at the end, I know that it's true that there's a lot to take into consideration, starting from management to programming languages to engineering principles. But it's 2020 and all the industries are adjusting to the digital transformation era. Jobs in the tech industry will keep on increasing and rising. 
and new aspects will keep on appearing. It's guaranteed that you'll have a brilliant career switching from a project to another, from an industry to another. And here, Peter, uh, did you have a specific opportunity, an internship, or a, s a specific experience? And in what industry was it? Actually, I did. I did do a very interesting internship in a cybersecurity company while I was ongoing my bachelor's degree. The main goal was to help the company manage and store the high flow of data that they received on their servers in an efficient way, mainly. Yes, that's great. And what did you learn from this experience? How did it made you change your opinion about cybersecurity? Well, I thought at first that cybersecurity was something that was very network oriented and I didn't quite see the software side of it. But while working with this company, I saw that it wasn't 100% networking. There's a lot of struggles and development that is required in order to make a good cybersecurity system for all the clients of the company. That's amazing, Peter. And actually, I also had the, the opportunity to discover a new industry. I had this summer a remote internship for a, st a startup focused on the healthcare industry. And I learned a lot about the specific technologies used to save patients' personal data, images, how to query retrieve them, and how to include them in archive systems. And after analyzing and knowing more about the entire process, I was able to implement different codes and programs and recommend what I believe to be the best option to the startup's needs and visions. And what I think enables you to work easily and switch from one industry to another is the engineering and management concepts that you take alongside the programming courses. And I think that's what really matters. And I guess we're running out of time. Peter, I would like to ask you a final quick question. What advice would you like to give to people who are still lost? I don't know whether to consider computer science, software engineering, or generally engineering? Well, to those people, I would like to say that you can go wrong with either, actually. If your main passion is to code, then computer science is probably the best option for you. However, if you like to know a little bit more about the hardware and theoretical side of things, as well as take some managerial courses, then software engineering might be your go-to option. In the end, however, they're not mutually exclusive. You can switch between the two quite easily, so it won't really matter which one you choose. They will both give you the same opportunities in your future career. Yes, at the end, you need to examine your interests and see what's the best option for you and what aligns with your, with your future career goals and ambitions. Peter, thank you so much for being with me today. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Stay safe, everyone. It was really great to hear both Raphael's and Peter's perspectives. Raphael really set up a good conversation with introspective questions, and Peter shared solid advice on why engineering and why software, and really brought that to light with automation and cybersecurity. Thanks for tuning in to the Make It Podcast. You can find more information on Raphael in the description.